Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. All right, welcome back to episode 127 of Two Drunk Brothers in a Podcast, presented by the Belly Up uh, Sports Podcast Network. And it's been a couple weeks, as usual, for the summer. This should be our last bi-weekly episode, correct? This is, guys. This is our last. So from now until the end of 2021, or really probably the end of football season, you'll be hearing the Two Drunk Brothers every single week. Because football is back, baby. We are here. Yeah, we made it. It, is, it is back, and we are super excited kicking off uh, here in, what, a couple weeks? Uh, well, the regular season or, like, preseason? Because um, Pre- the first preseason game is on Thursday night this week. It's yeah, I mean, I can't, really, can't, I can't really get excited for that. I don't know. We'll be at the lake. It'll be me and Irby hanging out at the lake, so we might have That's to go true. or watch it or something. That's, that is very true. But anyway – been gone for a couple of weeks. What's uh, some new things that's happened in the past couple of weeks? We celebrated my 26th birthday. Hold the applause. Um, the Olympics started, which have been, honestly, I was a lot more excited for them than what has transpired to be. I've maybe watched 30 minutes of the Olympics thus far, to be real honest with you. Maybe. Well, it doesn't help that NBC has just, Drop the ball on coverage. Coverage is horrible. Well, I feel like it's so hard whenever that because like any everything gets ruined on Twitter before you even you get to see it. Yeah, and I'm like, like you have them, maybe yeah. four hours of the of your night to watch some coverage. That's some it. live, some actual live coverage. Yeah, and even then, NBC sucks so bad. Half of it's not even live. Like I'm watching it right now, and it's supposed to be. Um, like the the tr- some of the track and field finals, and I'm watching shit that happened earlier today. Well, there's a reason why NBC lost their um, NHL contract and they signed with ESPN. So, uh, horrible. I mean, seriously, they've lost so much shit over the last. The only thing NBC really has left is um, Sunday Night Football. Like that's their biggest event. I know they probably have some golf stuff too. Or do do they? Does oh, they don't even get me started on the golf stuff because they make you fucking pay for that. Wow. On the, so the Thursday and Friday rounds, uh, you have to pay for it. You have to have like the NBC Gold, which is not cheap. It's like seventy dollars for like the year just to watch like some golf here and there. That's fucking stupid. Well, the Olympics are here. Well, some of our medal over unders are looking. I think we'll probably go 50-50, to be honest. With yeah, you. I was going to say, they're looking a little dicey. Yeah, we might go 50-50 there. We'll keep you updated. We should know that. I think the last, I think it's like the 6th or the 7th of August is like the last day. I think eighth, the Sunday the 8th is probably the closing ceremonies, if I had if I had to guess. About I honestly have no idea. Who knows? Uh, but other big news that's happened since we last talked is some more conference real, realignment in college sports. 
Uh, Texas and Oklahoma have officially filed and officially been accepted to join the SEC, not until 2025. I have a feeling it's going to be a little bit sooner than that because now you're going to start seeing these Big 12 teams start to start to disperse and try to find other conferences. I read somewhere that Kansas is close to joining the Big 10 today. So, so do you think that the Big 12 is just going to disband or you think people will join? I don't know. Uh, if Kansas leaves the Big 12, like obviously it's not a big deal for football, but if they leave the Big 12 and go to the Big 10, first of all, that'd be fucking awesome because Big, big 10 basketball is amazing. So KU and the Big 10, as much as I hate them, would be awesome. Um, if you're looking at losing Kansas, Oklahoma, Texas, I think I could see like Oklahoma State going somewhere like a, like the Pac-12. If you lose three to four teams of your 12-team conference, uh, or did they still only have 10? I don't even know how many people they have. They have 12. They only, I think they no. only have 10. No, they, they have 12 because they, well, they were the Big 12. They lost four teams. They replaced it with TCU in, in West Virginia. I think they only have 10. You may be right. They, they do have, have 10. Yeah, they Oklahoma, have 10. Oklahoma State, Baylor, Texas Tech, Iowa State, West Virginia, TCU, uh, TCU, Kansas, and that's it. They have ten teams. So if they lose three to four teams, it's it's four is four is done. Though you can't. Yeah, there's no especially way you can your play. top four teams. Now, if they somehow convince Kansas to say, I think if Kansas leaves and goes to the Big Ten, like I literally saw a tweet today that said it's all but done. It's all but a done deal. Like Kansas is filing to leave to leave uh, for the Big Ten, um, which good luck with that. They're going to get their ass kicked worse in football than they do in the big 12, but basketball will be a good fit for them. And if that happens, I would do see somebody like Oklahoma state and maybe even like Texas tech jump and ship and go into like Baylor, maybe even go and go into like the, the pac 12. Yeah. They're going to have to all disperse. That's for sure. But some of those smaller teams, like you're uh, like, I don't see Texas tech or West Virginia joining or tcu even joining like a big conference west virginia could join the acc very easily it's a very natural geographic fit for them there yeah it is um i mean they were in the big east so uh that's TCU a very, though tcu baylor and texas tech will kind of be left out in the cold i think uh oklahoma state yeah. will find somewhere to go iowa and, or iowa state will find somewhere to go honestly i could see Kansas. I see Iowa State joining the Big Ten. I was say I, Kansas and Iowa State joining the Big Ten. Kansas State, though, is a smaller school. Yeah, Kansas State would have to – I think they would, might move out to, like, Mountain West. Yeah, the Mountain West would be a good fit. And then you're talking, like, um, maybe, like, uh, Texas Tech and Baylor joining, like, the American Athletic Conference because I know they have SMU. Uh, they got a couple other of those teams right there. Uh, so it's it would be weird. I do think – I think they can salvage it with two more teams – like a like a San Diego State or somebody like that. So, yeah, so that brings us into say they don't want to disband and they want to add some teams. I have a few teams on the top of my list. I actually have a handful. Uh, See, I didn't actually make a list. I just thought right off the bat, I think somebody like a UCF. So I have a- I have Cincinnati. Yep. Uh, BYU is another big one for me because they're independent right now. I don't know if they were looking to join the conference at all. Yeah. I mean, that wouldn't mess up anything. See, I think, I think it would benefit more for an independent like BYU to join a conference than it would an independent like, like, like Notre Dame. Yes. Uh, Or another independent like Liberty. Their programs have been doing well lately. Um, Boise State. 
would be travel. The more I think about Western teams, the travel is what's concerning to me because all the Big 12 teams are located in the. And then, because you got to think. Boise State and BYU wouldn't be bad. Well, they have West Virginia in the Big 12. Yeah, that's true. Cincinnati. The best one you said so far is Cincinnati. I had another one, a big one that I had was Louisiana Lafayette. Yeah, the Raging Cajuns would be a good fit. Um, yeah, there's, I mean, there's a few teams uh, out there that I think could, could, could make the leap. It just, it's, it sucks, dude. I mean, it doesn't really suck, but. I think it'll be cool. Um, it is different though, because we could just be talking about just a whole new structure because then there was talks um, earlier this week or last weekend of Clemson and Florida state, both reaching out to sec also. Yeah. And they were going to do like a, like a three, they're going to do like a six, uh, three division, six teams per division thing for the sec, which would be fucking sick. Um, Cause then adding Texas and OU makes it 14 and then adding, wait, no, I can't remember. Well, they were talking about actually like getting it towards three divisions with six teams in each division. So a total of 18 teams in the sec adding, cause we have 12 right now, adding Texas and OU's 14 and adding, Clemson and, and and Florida State would be sixteen, but still, well, like I would, I would rather, I would prefer they add Notre Dame over Florida State. I think Florida State's just meh. Well, they have to add other people, like to get to that eight, to get to that three division, six six teams in each division thing. They would have to add a total of four more teams. I don't think it's very far off. I don't think it's going to happen in this expansion. I do honestly think Texas and Oklahoma will join the SEC before twenty twenty five, especially if. Kansas, like I read today, is going to join the Big Ten and you lose another Big 12 team. Big 12 will probably call it quits and disband within the next couple of years. I, so I would what, honestly say 2023 is, is what I think. What happens uh, then to the Longhorn Network? They can fucking take that and ram it with their fucking gr- But like for real, are you think that will just kind of diminish? Yeah, the SEC will not allow that. The only reason why the Longhorn Network even exists is because that was Texas throwing a fucking big hissy fit with Nebraska and a uh, and and Missouri and uh, I can't remember the other team that left when they all left to go to different conferences. But it is something to think about. They threw a big hissy fit and they gave, and they made their own network. They will not. That will not be a thing. Greg Sankey and the SEC will not allow that. I yeah. guarantee it. I highly doubt it. So that was that's just some huge news and just college. Not even like, this is going to be a football episode, but not even college football. Um, so real quick, in general, our new se- new segment down bad we can go <laughs> we can just automatically let's just say the big 12 conference is down bad yeah down bad you have big 12 i uh something else we can touch on we didn't touch on this mlb trade deadline some things a little late to the party because it caught us midweek last week but the chicago cubs down bad chicago cubs and i wrote the cubs not the, not the organization because they're probably doing a rebuild cubs fans are down bad yeah, Cubs fans. I mean, even players like you just got to be kind of demoralized if you're on that team. Now you're just in a rebuilding stage. Yeah, like, you're not going to be competing. Got rid of uh, Craig Kimbrell, Baez, Bryant, Rizzo, um, Shafin, like Shafin or Shafflin, whatever it is. Couple, couple relievers, but anyway, just got rid of the whole team. You hate, I mean, you hate to see it. You really do. I mean, it sucks for them, doesn't no, it? I love to see it. It's great. No, nah, man, it sucks for them, doesn't it? Yeah, man, horrible. Feels feel horrible for them. 
If you guys can't pick up on that, that was a heavy hint of sarcasm coming from myself. Fuck the Cubs forever and always. Fuck the Cubs, horns down. Can't wait to see them come to the SC and get their dicks kicked in. Um, but yeah, so that's going to cover the intro. We talked about it long enough. Like Travis said, we got a lot of stuff for you. Uh, this episode is going to kick off pretty much nothing but football for the rest of 2021 and, in, and into 2022. You guys know the drill. Every week we do gambling and things like that during football season. But we always lead up, leading up to the season, do a couple preview episodes. This year I've done a little bit lighter. We used to do a division-by-division breakdown that lasted all summer. That was a bit much. So we boiled it down to just conference-by-conference. So today we're going to talk about the AFC. Uh, Next week will be NFC. Week after that will be fantasy football. Week after that will be college football. And our first – there's like four or five college football games that weekend, so we'll talk about that. And then we'll do an NFL season preview and first week NFL. So nothing but football going on today. AFC preview. We've got to boil down in a couple different areas. I made the script up, so if you like it, thank me. If you hate it, fucking shove it up your ass and don't tell me about it. Um, so we're going to get off with who we think are the five best teams in the, in the AFC, not the entire NFL, five best teams in the AFC heading into 2021. Um, let's go five to one. We want to touch on like how we think they got better, how do we see them finish in the year, what factors kind of play into all this. Uh, so – Five best teams. So start with number five, Travis. Who is your fifth best team in the AFC? My fifth best team in the AFC. I I actually hate it. Mm-hmm. I don't like it at all. It is the Miami Dolphins. What? I don't have the Miami Dolphins on mine. Yeah, it is. I don't know. I'll just look at them. I think the AFC is honestly kind of weak this year outside oh. of the outside of the four division winners, which are my next four. I think the Miami Dolphins are going to go to the playoffs this year. And I think out of those playoff teams, they are going to be the teams that are the most impressive to me. So oh, with wow. Miami Dolphins, any, any, so any reason why, like, why, why do you think? Cause obviously they're right there last year. They were 10 and six, barely missed the playoffs. We're playing for a playoff spot week 17. Um, why do you think the Miami Dolphins are going to make that leap this year and, 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 and be a better team? So last year to a, First year, didn't do great. I'm not saying he's going to do good, but there's honestly, in a, as hard as it is for me to say, I don't think he does worse. Like, yeah. he had a pretty bad year, and they still finished pretty well. Granted, they don't have Ryan Fitzpatrick to kind of be there to fall back on, but they added Jalen Waddle to the team. Um, all We didn't think the offensive line was going to be very good last year, and they weren't horrible, and all those guys are returning. So they'll have a little bit more experience all working together. Uh, defense kind of going to stay on point. So I think the Miami Dolphins, our Miami Dolphins, um, are going just going to be that team to go to the playoffs finally. I like I like that. Uh, historically, quarterbacks when they if they do make a progression, it's year one to year two. You see a big jump. Um, we'll see how it plays out. By the way, how big is picking Waddle over Devonte Smith looking right now? Because Devonte Smith has that knee issue going on right now. Yeah, I mean, they, they don't, I don't think it's going to keep him out for the beginning of the season, but he does still, have a little bit of a lingering issue going on with his knee. Still not a good sign is all I'm going to say. Yeah, it is not. No. So, so okay, that being said, not, who's your number five? My number five is the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, I don't like putting him here. Um, I have them neck and neck with Cleveland for the AFC North division. Uh, and the reason why is I think Lamar – so here's my thing. Lamar Jackson, when he's on – can be very dangerous with the run or the pass, but he has yet to have a game where I th- or I've seen him put both of those together. If he can put both of those together, 
with, um, you know, they added Sammy Watkins to bring in more offensive presence. I think Watkins is better than Willie Sneed, who's replacing. Um, Orlando Brown, losing him was a huge blow on the, on the offensive line. But guess what? They go out, they sign Alejandro uh, Villanueva from, from the Steelers. That was a big get. Um, I just see that I, I have them as, a, as my fifth best team. I can't decide who I think is going to win the North, them or Cleveland. But uh, I'm leaning Cleveland right now, which is why I got Baltimore at, at the five spot. Uh, speaking of which, I sprinkle a little something here. Their win totals at 11. Um, so we'll talk more about that later. Their odds to win the North are at plus 120. Uh, so if you like the Ravens, think they're going to win the North. I think that's I think that's a that's a good squeeze right there. I'm not a I'm not a back, uh, Ravens backer this year. We'll we'll go we'll dive into a little bit more later, like Jared said. But I uh, not to say I don't like to pick at being five, but I don't like it like a whole lot. I could see it, was, it happening, but I don't love it. For me at five, it was either it was either them and or it was Miami, and I I went ahead and went with the Baltimore. So, Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Listen, if you're still living with bladder accidents, stop. It's time to get your life back. I was just like you until I found real relief with Axonix Therapy. It's not a pill or a pad. It's a clinically proven advanced treatment. Get started at findrealrelief.com. That's findrealrelief.com. Consult a bladder specialist to find out if Axonix is right for you. Results and experiences may vary. For more information about safety and potential risks, go to findrealrelief.com. All right, a little differential. No big deal. We like that here. Going to number four, my number four team is going to be the Cleveland Browns. Okay. Um, I think that they are going to take this division. It's their year. They've been looking, you know, good. They've been getting progressively better over the last couple of years, like noticeably very much better. I don't even know if that's even a saying or a word. Very much better, though. That's the thing. Uh, They start off playing the Chiefs. So they could open up their season with a bang this year in Arrowhead. That's going to be a good game. Uh, and shockingly enough, it's not even a primetime game. Something so that's, that's kind good. Of- yeah. Something that's big that's being overlooked is this is Baker's first year where he's had the same head coach as the previous season. So he's going yeah. into year, he's going into, year, I think it's year four, right? Year three, and, year four. And timeout. It's not an absolutely fucking terrible one either. No, Kevin Stefanski is a stud. Um, he, ha- also- he did kind of piss. Some of their games away last year and make some stupid decisions, but rookie he, head uh, coach, it's it's gonna happen. You know, yeah. I mean, I think I think he learns from that. I think Baker having uh Kevin Stefanski for this uh, the second year in a row for the first time in his NFL career. Also, Miles Garrett and Jadavian Clowney being on the same defensive line is not even fucking fair. Like Yeah, that's gonna be a nightmare. Um, their division they get to go up against this year is the AFC West. So I think they'll have some favorable matchups there. I think they could sweep them all, but the Chiefs. Yeah, still that. But playing the North is a dog eat dog. The North like, is I, probably, I would say, the toughest division yep. in football. Yep. Uh, with the well, in this in this in this conference for sure. Yeah. I don't in this conference for sure, arguably in football. But yeah. regardless of the fact, 
Browns are getting better. They beefed up their defensive line. Their secondary is a little spotty, which kind of scares me. Just signed Nick Chubb to an extension. Uh, so I think he and he is probably top. I mean, he's a top five back in the NFL. So, yeah. so no doubt about it. Their odds to win the AFC North are plus 160. So you get the Ravens at plus 120 and the Browns at plus 160. Take a gamble, pick one of those. I mean, it's plus money. I think uh, no one besides those two is going to win that division. Um, they're over under win totals 10 and a half. So we'll talk more about that later, I'm sure. Um, but I like that pick Browns at four. My fourth team, uh, fourth best team in the AFC is the Tennessee Titans. Uh, I think that addition of Julio Jones alongside AJ Brown is absolutely terrifying, especially in a division where after Carson Wentz's injury, this, I don't, I don't think Carson Wentz plays the whole year, by the way, FYI, I think they're lying. It's- the Colts, yeah, they, all, the Colts always hide downplaying shit. it. Yeah, they always hide. They downplayed Andrew Lux. They downplayed Peyton Manning's, and it's just it's not great. Um, and also, uh, Quentin Nelson got hurt today, and they're downplaying that. To, uh, yes, well. Quentin Nelson, and they said that he had a very similar injury to what Carson Wentz had. When you start the season, whether it be and an optimistic six weeks without them, you're looking at a rough step stretch of games. I read their first six opponents are all, were all playoff teams from last year. There you go. Even worse for them. Yeah. So anyway, you're looking at Tennessee Titans. I mean, they have a legit chance to go six and zero in this division. I think they can, I think if Carson Wentz doesn't come back, I think they can sweep, sweep this division. So given them, even if they go five and one, that's five wins right out of the gate. Um, I think that, uh, you know, again, AJ Brown, Julio Jones together is crazy. Yes, losing Malcolm Brown and Jadavion Clowney hurts, but they add Bud Dupree, uh, a few other defensive depth, depth pieces. Um, and also the big thing is defenses can't just key in on Derrick Henry anymore because they now have A.J. Brown and Julio Jones to worry about. I think that's huge because it's going to free up the running game. Um, they sit at minus 130 to win the division. I think that's all but a lock. I would hammer the shit out of that. Um, so that's why I have Tennessee at my at my fourth, uh, fourth best team in the AFC. Okay. Um while I know we're we're not talking about this right now, but the Colts, while we're on the while we are on the train of that, hey man, this is the AFC preview. Talk about the Colts. That's true. That's true. While we're on the train of that, read a story today that Phil Rivers says that he could come out of retirement. The Colts don't have enough cap space. I don't think to sign him. You don't I, think that if he really wanted to come back, that he would he would just like sign a one year deal for cheap. I think he's going to go somewhere where he's needed more because Carson Wentz has the ability to come back still at this point, at this point in the game. That's true. He'd probably um, go somewhere where he's like, Hey, I'm going to be the starter, not just temporarily. Yeah. I'm thinking like new Orleans would be a great fit for, for Philip rivers. Um, hey, I not, not in the AFC Vegas, Vegas, like Jameis, but uh, yeah, Vegas. Vegas could be a big one, but yeah. Hey, Raider nation loves, loves some Derek Carr. So that, but that's well, beside the fact. Team number three that I have uh, is the Buffalo Bills. Ooh, okay. Um, I think they're no, they're without a doubt going to win their division. Uh, the only problem I have with them and not being like a top contender, is we've seen Josh Allen in the playoffs now, and he just can't do it. Don't know what it is. Don't know if it's just a rookie thing or like a young, being a young guy thing. If he just doesn't have that it factor or whatever it is but the Buffalo Bills in the playoffs just cannot perform. So I have them obviously winning the division, going to the playoffs, being a good team, but not making it very far. 
They also um, – Buffalo also did not really do a ton on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, this was a defense that ranked – I think their rushing defense was 17th, um, ranked 17th last year. So, uh, I don't disagree with that at all, Buffalo being at three. I'm interested to see here we have two. I think we all know who we both have at one. Um, I'm going to roll into my number three team right here. I have the Cleveland Browns. So Travis had the Browns at four. I had the Browns at, I have the Browns at three. Uh, I kind of already gone, gone through all my points. Uh, Baker having the second year or second consecutive year with Kevin Stefanski and that defensive line, the defensive front seven really is dangerous. Like Travis said, the secondary is iffy at best. Um, but that defensive front seven is absolutely terrifying combined with OBJ Jarvis Landry, Nick Chubb, uh, I got injuries and in, Joku's still there and he's seemed like he's turning the corner a bit. So, um, I mean, even Austin got, Hooper last year came in yeah. and did some work. So, yeah. So I, I, I like the Browns. I have them as the third best team. I actually think they're going to win the North and I would take them at plus plus one sixty um, to, to win the AFC North. Yeah. Uh, also sleeper pick case. Some of you guys doing your fantasy drafts early Harrison Bryant. Cause we all knew David and Joku is very injury prone and even Austin Hooper last year didn't get a ton of targets. But Harrison Bryant, that tight end they drafted the previous year in like the fifth round, he is uh, he is a pretty pretty big stud in the making. So there's Absolutely. that. Two, my number two team is the Tennessee Titans. Okay. Uh, obviously, again, like Jared said, clear division winner. And it's like with these top five teams, they're teams that didn't really need to do a whole lot. Maybe the number fifteen, but all these other teams didn't really lose anyone didn't need to do a whole lot. If you have Derrick Henry in your backfield, you're going to be a contender. And I'm just going to say that. Fair enough, man. Uh, yeah, Travis has Tennessee at two. I had Tennessee at four. So a little bit of discrepancies. It seems like we all have the same teams, except we both have two number different number fives. Not, my number two team is going to be the Buffalo Bills. Uh, I think they added Emmanuel Sanders to go along Stephon Diggs. I think that Emmanuel Sanders signing is going to be very, very um, – I think not. I think not enough people are talking about it. I, I think Emmanuel Sanders is, is is a good receiver, especially a great number two receiver next to Stephon Diggs. Not only that, but you got to think too with throwing Cole Beasley into the mix. I believe he's still there. Yes, mm-hmm. he, did, he had a very good year last year. That's even going to take some eyes off of him. Put some more on Emmanuel Sanders. Open up him. Adding, I mean, having three reliable weapons is huge. pretty great. The only thing that sucks with the Bills. Is their backfield. running back situation backfield it's horrible? Yep. It's bad. It's so bad. bad. Uh, they did sign Matt Breida. Good luck with that. He was a dud for the Dolphins last year. Um, I feel like he that guy's is still riding off his Super Bowl performance <laughs> from two years ago. Like that's pretty much it. But my my here, here's my here's my beef with the Bills, and here's why I almost had them ranked below. I almost had the Browns at two, um, but I thought I'd get flamed for putting the Browns so high. Um, my beef with the Bills is their defense, man. Uh, they really didn't do much to, to, to bolster that defense. And in the offseason, they signed this. They did have a pretty underrated signing. They signed uh, this linebacker, Tyrell Adams. He signed a one-year deal, helped bolster that front seven. He's a linebacker. Um, the, again, like I said, that, de- that rush defense ranked 17th in the league last year. Adams had 125 tackles. So it may end up being a little bit bigger signing than what people think. Uh, but they didn't do a whole lot. Now, with that being said, they're currently the Bills are sitting at minus 140 to win the East. Uh, so if you don't think the Dolphins can overcome them this season, I think the juice is worth a squeeze. I would personally off it because the Dolphins are actually sitting at plus 300 to win the division. They're the second. I would, I would hammer the Bills. I mean, that's easy money. 
I don't think right. the Dolphins win. I don't think Patriots win. I think it's the Bills division to lose. Um, <clears throat> I, another, a thing that I do think they need to get going again, like we saw two years ago, is Josh Allen in the pocket. I, I Watching his games last year, I don't feel like he ran enough. He got out of the pocket and got his feet moving because that's what killed everyone his rookie season. Uh, he just ran and ran. I think he ran for like 120 yards against the Dolphins in one of their games. So getting him out of the pocket is going to be a huge success because let's be honest, his arm accuracy is not there. It's basically just all power. It's power. power. He's, he's very – he's Patrick Mahomes without the accuracy, I would say. Yeah, he is he is the uh, you order Patrick Mahomes from Wish and you get Josh Allen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, which leads us to the number one team in the AFC. I think you're Travis, yours is the Chiefs, I'm sure. Mine's the Chiefs. Uh, oh, really? oh man, I forgot. No, I'm just kidding. No, yeah, I Chiefs. mean, there's nothing even to say about them. Uh, they lost a couple pieces on their offensive line, but then they gained some. Uh, yeah, Joe, the the Joe Thune signing. They also brought uh, Kyle Long out of retirement. Uh, they're getting uh, Devon. I can't say that guy. The guy that went to be a doctor in Canada last year, uh, Devarney Tardif or whatever his name is. Um, he'll yeah. be back this year. So they are going to have a stacked offensive line. Um, the one thing, again, just like the Bills, that didn't really address their rushing defense, except for drafting Nick Bolton. I think he's well, going to be a. It also doesn't help that Frank Clark got arrested. So. Yeah, it's not great. He's uh he was, you know, riding around with uzis in his vehicle and i'm sure he's going to get the suspensions for that um they also have the 11th hardest strength of schedule right now in the nfl not great I 11th like hardest that's like it's not super hard but it's enough to maybe like squawk an eye at yeah they're the they're in the top 33 percent. i guess you could say i mean uh, their their first three games you got browns ravens chargers I know. And the Chargers are going to be easy one versus the Eagles. And then they play the Bills. And then the Washington football team, which let's be honest, they're no mow over easy win anymore. Especially because I think that game's on the road too. It is. And then they turn around and go to the Titans. Yeah, that that's that's a brutal, like that's a brutal uh, stretch of games right there. I still think they get down. They're minus two seventy, minus two seventy to win the West. I mean, like Travis said, that's all. I mean, I know it's high odds. If I were a millionaire, I would bet a bunch of money on them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But with the amount of money that I'm going to bet on them, it's not even worth it. So, no. I'm just so there's our top five. I'll run through mine real quick. Uh, one through five. I got the Chiefs. I got the Bills. I got the Browns, the Titans, and the Ravens as my top five teams in the AFC. I have the Chiefs, Titans, Bills, Browns, Dolphins. So basically, flip flop our, uh, our in betweens there Titans, Bills, Browns, and. We have some pretty similar results. Now we covered that. Now let's cover the five worst teams in the AFC. Head this is, I think, I think this is gonna be more interesting. This is gonna be interesting. So, do you want to start like with the team we think is the worst? Worst, yep. Worst to the fifth worst, I guess. Okay, sounds good. The worst. Really, team so the to think about it. This is kind of weird though, because you only have sixteen teams in each in each conference. So by the time we're done covering these, we'll have covered ten teams leaving just kind of six teams right there in like the, like the middle ground. Okay. You got these six teams are me fighting for the other wild card spots. Yeah. Basically this is kind of what we, we had here. Uh, and you're going to be really, I think you're going to be surprised at a couple of my picks. This was tough. This dude, honestly, this was way tougher than the top. Five. Oh, easy. I did, without I, a doubt. I went, through, I went through and I did that NFL season predictor thing to help me, to help me with this. All right. 
My fur my worst team in the AFC had in 2021. I think this was the easiest pick for me is the uh Texans, the Houston yes. Texans. Yes. Um, even with even with Deshaun Watson, which I still think it's kind of up in the air if he plays or not. Absolutely, absolutely. I said the same thing. Uh, but even with him, I still think that they aren't good. Like he was there last year and they just did horrible. I have about four wins this year. It's so hard over under find- is at four. It's hard. It was hard for me to find a, a fifth win. It yeah, really it's tough. Um, I just don't think that they're going to be good, which is kind of hard to say. Like they weren't the worst team last year. The Jaguars were, but obviously they added a huge piece, but I think without a doubt, it's the Houston Texans. Their defense is horrible. I mean, they cleaned house on offense with their wide receivers. They don't have anyone left. I, I don't even know. If, I think they have Brandon cooks. Maybe I, they still have Kenny stills. Uh, see, I, I don't even know after, after the whole Deshaun Watson thing happened, I'm just like threw one of the bus quit even caring about him, but I'll you'll tell you real quick with my, with my bottom four teams, you'll see a theme of why I picked them to be in the bottom four. And the main thing with the Houston Texans is their organization is run absolutely terribly. They uh, do not have Kenny stills. They're listen to their starting offense. I'm not going to list their linemen, but Deshaun Watson, obviously, uh, David Johnson, who was a one hit wonder, Brandon Cooks, Nico Collins, don't even know who the fuck that is, and Anthony Miller. Their backup running back, though, is Phil Lindsay and Mark Ingram and Rex Burkhead. Jesus. Their backfield's actually decent. Yeah, but who, who's on their offensive line? Larry Tunsil, Max Sharping, Cole Toner, Marcus Cannon, and Titus Howard. So, not, not they're going to get blown through. Yeah, Larry Tunsil can't not hold. Like it's yeah, impossible. It's horrible. They're going to get Sean Watson's going to be running for his life like always, and he's going to have absolutely nobody to throw to. And David Johnson's going to average two point eight yards a carry. Who's their tight end? I would honestly, I bet Jordan Akins. Who? Jordan Akins. I would honestly think that Philip Lindsay should be the starting back there. Fuck that, Mark Ingram. Yeah. So, okay. Fantasy alert right now. I have like we'll talk more about fantasy in a couple weeks. Stay away from the Texans backfield. Just, just do it. Time, stay away from the Texans. Yeah, exactly. Maybe you know, like Deshaun Watson used to be a top four quarterback. Not anymore. No. No way. Not yeah, anymore. I also have the Texans as my worst team. Um, so let's roll into the second worst team we have in the AFC. I probably think we have the same team here. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The new Deborah Health Report podcast drops the first Wednesday of every month. Visit DeborahHealthReport.com for the latest with Raza Kay as she discusses heart disease, sleep conditions, and more with leading doctors at Deborah Heart and Lung Center. Listen at DeborahHealthReport.com. Jets. Wow. A-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Wow. I have the Jets a lot higher. And on this, I have them in the bottom five. <laughs> a lot higher. In the bottom five. 
I mean, it, it was tough for me to scramble them around. I just couldn't pick a team that I thought was going to be worse. And it really pains me. Huge Zach, we're Zach Wilson podcast. But I mean, I don't know. They just have been so bad and like consistently bad. Like they can't even like, they can't win a game luckily. I just don't understand. I don't know what Zach Wilson's going to do to add to it. So do you, do you not think, do you not like the coach they hired? Robert Sala? Yeah. He's a defensive minded coach. Don't get me wrong. Their, their defense isn't horrible, but that offense has been an absolute mess for since Sam Darnold got in there and prior to that even. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't, I don't disagree with your choice there. Um, I think Robert Sala is going to turn that team around. I think that it's going to be a discipline factor because uh, it's just, I mean, fuck, they had Adam, they had Adam Gase for the last two, three years, whatever long they had him for. That's not great. Um, so, yeah, uh, I, I can see that. It's it's it sucks because I want I want to root for them when they're not playing the Dolphins. The Dolphins. We've got our boy Connor McGovern from the yeah, I know. Happened yeah. to Zach Wilson. I mean, their running back is their starting running back is Tevin Coleman. It's not bad. Corey Davis, Jameson Crowder. Uh, but I mean, outside of that, their defense is just bad. So I, I saw vids. I saw vid, I said vids. I saw videos of them um, of their camp. And it's the same, like the, the yeah, have all the weapons you want to have Zach Wilson. Their fucking offensive line sucks dookie. Which they got. I think Makai Becton's really solid. They drafted that Elijah Vera Tucker guy from USC that we were high okay. on. Yeah. Uh, but their right yeah, side is just gonna get blown. Through. I guess Connor McGovern's playing center. Yes. And then Greg Van Roten and Morgan Moses. I don't know, those sound like dudes who discovered America. <laughs> God damn it. I mean, for real, like those are two guys that, I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't know much about them. Never heard of them, though, so that's probably not a good thing. No, Greg Van Roten and Moses Malone or whatever. You, what, no, Morgan Moses. Moses. Morgan Moses. Uh, okay, you got the Jets as the second-worst team. I have the Cincinnati Bengals as the second-worst team. The Bungles. Uh, the Bungles. Zach Taylor is a joke of a coach. Should not have been hired. He had no coordinator experience before he got hired, so, so leave it to the Bengals organization to fuck that up. They didn't improve their offensive line, and poor Joe Burrow is going to have a short NFL career because of that. Um, I just think, like, you, the one thing that got your franchise quarterback hurt, your number one overall pick hurt last year, was because you had a dog shit offensive line, and you didn't ha- take one stride to improve that. All you did. So all the Bengals fans are saying that, like, they're, they're, they have some people and they signed some people in free agency, but who? Who? I'm not buying it. So I bought, when I was at the airport, Travis, I bought this, like, NFL like magazine thing. I'm I'm gonna fucking find the Bengals and I'll tell you who they had because that like has like all their best additions and shit like that. Here you go. Here's AFC North because I was looking at it, I'm like, oh man, who can I figure out here? I couldn't figure out fucking anybody. They're they're dude. It's just why would you not protect your your one big asset there? Yeah, they're so worried about adding weapons for Joe Burrow, but okay, they added. You want to hear who they added? They added. Tackle Riley Reef, which is a decent, which is a decent addition, but that's it. Like yeah. that was their, that was their only, uh, like all their other key additions were uh, Ricardo Allen, Eli Apple, um, you know, some people like that. But uh, Larry, Oak their, and Joby, their interior offensive line is not good. 
No, and that's and it's not their up. line in general is just not good enough for that division. No, it's not. So I have this. I have the Cincinnati Bengals that was my second worst team. I mean, it sucks for Joe Burrow because I, I like the guy, but I mean, because they're going up against arguably like some of the better front sevens in the league, and the Steelers, the Ravens, the Browns, and their line is just going to get obliterated. Don't care how fast Jamar Chase and Tyler Boyd are if they can't get open or if they no. don't have enough time. So that's going to suck. Moving on, I have the Bengals at my third worst. So for the exact same reasons, um, Joe Burrow is probably going to throw for, you know, a million yards, 70 attempts a game, but they're all going to be garbage time because they're going to yeah, be down can by we, 20. Can we, can we get off the Joe Mixon hype train every fucking year? Hey, I, Joe Mixon did have a good second half last year. Who gives a shit? He sucks the first eight games of the year. And it, I think what what adds to the Joe Mixon hype train is the fact that there's nobody behind him, so he gets literally everything. He is your bell cow running back. Yeah, but okay, this, your bell cow running back does shit whenever he fucking when you're down twenty one nothing going into the second quarter, you have to throw yeah. the ball. Put Joe Mixon on a team with a good line, and I think he's solid. But yeah, I just I, I I agree. So my third worst team, I have the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, Trevor Lawrence does make them better. Here's my thing. Again, you'll notice a trend. I am not convinced that Urban Meyer can coach at the NFL level. Um, I just I I have to see it first. I I I really don't think that's not a good that that's a great fit. Remember what happened whenever Nick Saban tried to make make the jump from college to the NFL? How'd that go over, Travis? Not good. Played yeah. he coached the Dolphins and they were absolutely horrible. Yeah, it cost, coached Dolphins passed up on Drew Brees. Um, I just have to see it to believe it. I think. T Law is putting is putting a tough spot like Joe Burrow was not as bad of a spot as Joe Burrow was. Um, he's him. I think I, I would compare T Law's journey uphill to uh, Zach Wilson's. I mean, it's long road ahead. So yeah, it's a long road ahead. They don't have a ton to work with on the offensive side of the ball. Um, I did not have them in my top five. Wow, but I just okay. I think that. It'll be close between these next these next two teams are I don't know if you're gonna agree with them, especially the last one. We'll see. My next team, my fourth worst team is the Indianapolis Colts. I almost had I I they're 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 like borderline between five and six for me. I, I don't have them in mind, but what did it for me was Quentin Nelson. Yep. Uh announcing him getting hurt and they said that they think it's gonna be pretty significant. Regardless, even if it isn't, I think it's going to be one of those lingering uh, injuries. And if you look at their depth chart right now, you have Eric Fisher, who's already out, not practicing. Quentin Nelson, who's hurt. Ryan Kelly, their center, who's hurt. Um, and then out, like T.Y. Hilton did nothing last year. They're wide, so outside of Michael Pittman. Fucking Brett Hundley throwing the goddamn ball. So no, it looks like they're going to have Jacob Eason throwing the ball. Uh, Yikes. Which, yeah, so a guy who's never came in throwing the ball, don't care how good their defense is, I don't see their offense putting up more than 14 points a game. Yeah, so um, that takes Jonathan Taylor's stock completely down. Uh, bad. Or it adds to it because they will, won't be able to pass the ball, so they're just going to hand it, the ball off to him all the time. Yeah, we'll talk about more about fantasy. I don't want to dive too much into that here. I, I don't disagree with that. Fourth worst is probably a stretch because you still have the ability for for me for Quentin Nelson and, and Carson Wentz to come back at some point in time. But 
knowing what Let's, we know right now on on well, knowing what we know right now on August third at nine seventeen p.m. We know, like I, I almost had them my bottom five. I, I had, think even with Carson Wentz, I don't love them as a team. Maybe not bottom five, but I do not think they're playoff caliber with Carson Wentz. No, I mean they're definitely like that 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 seven or that eight nine seven and ten te- territory. Um, it's, it remains to be seen. I, I don't disagree. My fourth worst team. I don't know if you have them in your top and your bottom five, but I do. The Las Vegas Raiders. They are my next one. My number five. Yeah. Um, their defense ranked bottom five in nearly almost every important statistical category last year. Yes, they added Yannick and Gakwe, but he's not going to take you to the next level. They didn't address anything else on the defense side of the ball. Honestly, I think from what I've been reading, they're also in the midst of a, of a quarterback controversy. I don't think they're sold on Derek Carr. I don't think John Gruden sold on Derek Carr. They got Marcus Mariota who came in last year and balled out, and then they just pulled him back out of the game, put in Derek Carr, and then they fucking lost. I can't remember which game that was. Um, and to me, John Gruden is stuck in 2000. We're now in 2021. He's got such a dated way of coaching and thinking. I think that's what's killing the team. And the fact that Vegas has tied their hitch to that wagon, they gave him a 10-year, $100 million contract, I just don't see it ending very well at all. I mean, their wide receivers are absolutely atrocious. Henry Ruggs was a horrible pick last year. Um, and then their other ones are Brian Edwards and John Brown. So – like who, who are your wide receivers? Uh, like you said, defense didn't do anything to address it. They're they're going to be bad. Yeah, poor Josh Jacobs again. Another fantasy running back is going to be killed by that. Yep. Um, so that was Travis had Vegas as his fifth. My fifth is actually the Jets. Um, Travis had him as the second worst team. I have him as, as the fifth worst team. I think they make this big leap. Normally, I would have them at like two or three. Um, if they still had Adam Gase coaching there, they'd be at two or three for me. The reason why they make that leap a couple spots up and not being the second or third worst team and only the fifth worst team is because of their head coach. I think Robert Sala is a great hire. Um, they really didn't lose or gain anyone of importance. I see them right around the four or five, maybe six win uh, territory. Um, but I think they get some games. They win some games that people don't expect. Like I can see them beating New England at home. I can see them beating the Dolphins at home. Um, we'll see, though. I, so I have the Jets as my fifth worst team. Yeah, I mean, we both have the Jets in our bottom five. Uh, so mine goes from worst to fifth worst. Yeah. Texans, Jets, Bengals, Colts, Raiders. Uh, mine from worst to fifth worst goes Texans, Bengals, Jags, Raiders, Jets. So the only so, difference we really have there is I have the Jags in mine and you have the Colts. The Colts. And it's kind of similar with the top five. So we're on the right train. Uh which I guarantee you, like, something's going to be thrown into the mix. Uh, we're obviously not going to get them all right, but heading into the season, that's what we're thinking. This is where we make our money at, folks. The win totals, our favorite win totals on the year to bet on. I know based on what Jared said at the beginning of the show, we're going to have disagreement, maybe two. But we'll trip off a few of our favorites here. I have how, – many, how, many, how many picks do you have for over I have seven. I, I have six. I have four under, four overs and two unders. All right. I have I have seven. So I'll go first, and then I'll end it as well. My first one, one I really like, Chiefs over 12 and a half. That's my uh, – I had it over 12 I saw somewhere. So right, right now currently on DraftKings. So it, depending on where you get it, I was literally looking at DraftKings Sportsbook today, and it was at 12 and a half. Yeah, I mean, 12, 12 and a half. I don't see them losing less than 12 games. So – 
Um, or sorry, losing, winning less. I've been drinking whiskey diet tonight. Yay. yay. Um, yeah, I like that. And I think it's, I don't, I, from what I read, it wasn't the favorite either. Um, I, I think it's pretty close. I think it might be like my ball even, minus one ten or minus one fifteen. Yeah, where I saw, I saw, I saw the over twelve. It was even money. So, yeah. So either way, I like twelve, twelve and a half. Where you get it, uh, I I would take them both. So like that. And that was you said you that you that was your first two. Yep. All right. So I'll roll into my second one, and it is Bills over eleven. Okay. Um, I just, like I said, we talked about, I like the bills to win their division. Um, and I can't, my computer is fucking up right now. I can't see the win total from last year, but I want to say it was 11 or 12. Yeah. And adding the extra game kind of throws a big wrench into the plan. Um, definitely. Uh, I don't, I don't hate that. It's not my, my personal favorite. Um, but I could, I could definitely. I, I think to win the division, they're going to have to win eleven games. Fair enough. So, I mean, if you think they're going to win the division, you're at least going to push that. Yeah, for sure. Okay, you're right. You're right. So they won I, thirteen I, last year, and then you're adding a game. Okay. Yeah. My second one is going to be over ten and a half. For the Browns. I have that one as well. I don't see them. The I think that if they're going to compete for the division, like I think they're going to compete for the division, barring any major injury setbacks, I think 11 wins is the floor for them. I can see them getting up to 13 wins. Um, so well, thinking about it, do we, neither of us thought that they got worse. No. And they won 10 games last year. Yes, they were ten and six. That's so, they're one of the main reasons why the Dolphins didn't make the playoffs. Now they won eleven games. Mm. So that's right because they we won. Remember, we needed Pittsburgh to win. Yeah, Pittsburgh played all their fucking backups week seventeen. Yeah, fuck Pittsburgh forever. Won. Fuck Pittsburgh. Uh, and they forever. still almost won. So they they won eleven last year. Add a game, we think they even got a little bit better over ten and a half. Should be no big deal. Even at all. even even money too. Love it. Love it yep. even more. Uh my third one, since you have rattled off your two, I have well, I've technically rattled off three. So my fourth, I'm sure because I'm sure we'll have another similarity, would be Colts under nine. That's that's my next one. With their injuries, even I say injuries is so, so before they announced the Carson Wentz thing, their over under was at 10. So it only took a game off. So I, I like saw that. it. I saw it at nine and a half, which I like. It. If you can get it nine and a half, that's a fucking lock. If you can get it at nine and a half. I think that's an easy lock. Nine, I think, could be a push, but I would still take it. I don't see them any better than nine and eight. Honestly, I see them winning like five, six games. Yeah. So under nine, easy pick, easy money. My next one, I'll, I'll roll into my next one. I'm sure it's, you're going to have it on yours. I got the over nine for Tennessee. Right yep. now is even money. Yep. That's so easy. Yeah. They could win six of those in conference. That's what I'm saying. In, the, in their division. That's why I said I they could go six oh, in yeah, their division. division. Sorry. I bet, but, I, I'll, I bet they get five of them in the division. So even yeah. then, that's half the ones they need to win. And uh, five, they'll be five and one, and they'll drop one at Jacksonville, I bet. 
Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of what I had in mind too. But yeah. over nine, shit. Yeah, yeah, that's that's too easy to pass up on. My next one, I think you're gonna disagree with it. That's why it's kind of lower on my list. Ravens under eleven. So I don't, I don't, I wouldn't touch the Ravens with a, with a ten foot pole. I just don't. I don't think they're gonna win twelve games. That's a lot had, in that division. I, I have them in Cleveland both at twelve and five. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. I think I don't I think I would max them out at 11 wins and then even you're pushing. Yeah. So either I, way. Yeah. I don't I don't hate that pick. I just hate their their total it's plus money. How to pick it. Yeah, it's plus money. Um I mean, I don't hate it. I, I just, I personally would stay away from it. I mean, I don't love it. That's definitely one of my least confident ones, but I had to throw it in there because I wanted to put some unders in. My next one is under seven for the Raiders, minus 110. That one scares me a little bit because they could just come out of nowhere, kind of like they did last year. I think they're going to go 0-4 between the, the Chiefs and the Raiders. Or sorry, the, the, the Chiefs, Chiefs and, and the, the Char- Chargers. Chargers. Yeah. I think they're yeah. going four. I think they'll split them. I think they're going to go one and five in their division. To be quite frank, that's a big reason for me why I chose for them to to have the under seven. Again, I told I, you I earlier, can climb on board. Yeah, I mean it's minus one ten under seven for for the Raiders. My next one is one that we both had in our top or bottom five teams in the division or in the conference. Fuck, I can't keep getting those switched up. And it is under six and a half for, for the Bungles. Yep, I have that too. That, 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 that's my last one. Yeah. Yeah, that's my last one as well. Yeah. So, so we have a lot of similars. The, I think the only one different we had was or the only – my extra one was the Ravens. Other than that, they were all the same. Really? You had over 12 or 12 and a half for Casey, over 10 and a half for Cleveland, under 9, 9 and a half for Indy, whichever, wherever you can get it. Over oh, nine. no, you switched out. Uh, you had the Raiders and I had the Bills. Okay, yeah. But I mean, still. So I'm gonna roll roll over mine over 12, 12 and a half for KC, over ten and a half for Cleveland, under nine, nine and a half, wherever you can get it at for Indy, over nine for Tennessee, under seven for the Raiders, and under six and a half for Cincy. Yep. And then I had similar ones for Jarrett, except for add the Ravens under eleven and add Bills over eleven. There you go, guys. So those are the picks. Those uh, are a lot. Those are I think last year. Um, I forgot to add it up at the end of the year, but I know if we didn't break even, we were better than even because halfway through the year, like, or not halfway, but near the end of the year when I was adding them up, 
we were like right neck and neck and everything was going to finish if it was favorable, like in our favor. So, yeah, we have, we'll have to go back and check on that. So um, those are our favorite win totals to bet on this year. Division winners. We're going to go through. So we're going to talk about division winners and wild card teams. Um, so remember guys, they are keeping that third wild card this year. They are not taking that away. You have seven playoff teams from each conference, seven from the AFC, seven from the NFC, four division winners and three wild card winners. Let's kick it off. I have an easy one, the number one seed AFC West. It's going to be the Kansas City Chiefs. I actually have them at 13 and four. I probably gave them a loss they shouldn't have. So probably more likely 14 and three. The Chiefs? Yeah. Yeah. I have the Chiefs winning that division, obviously. Yeah. Uh, the North, I have Cleveland at 12 and five. I have the Browns as well. Didn't have a record, just had them winning. Okay. The East, I got the Bills at 12 and 5 as well. Also had the Bills. And the South, I have the Titans. Even though I think they have a cakewalk in the division, their schedule outside of their division is tough. I have the Titans winning the South at 11 and 6. All right. I also have the Titans. Again, didn't do uh, records. I just, these are just off the top of my head. And I think those are four pretty big locks. I think the Browns could be. The, I said the Browns and the Ravens are are, are, are a big toss up there in, in in the North. Yeah, yeah, I concur. Uh, um, wild card one, I got I got Baltimore. I know Travis has Miami as his wild card one. I have Miami as my wild card two. Travis, I'm assuming you have Baltimore as, as your wild card two, right? I do not. Who do you have as your wild card two then? The oh, I was going to say San Diego, the Los Angeles Chargers. So they're my third wild card. I have them at nine and eight. My third wild card. I think this is a team that a lot of people are hating and sleeping on. So you don't, you don't Baltimore in the playoffs at all. I don't. Wow. I have them coming down neck and neck with this team and it's the Steelers. Yep. I I do. I do think people are are, are sleeping on the Steelers. People are hating on the Steelers for no good reason. Their, their win total is eight and a half. So that's another over I might add there. Yeah. I would definitely add that. Didn't see it. I would for sure add it. People are sleeping on him, hating on him, don't know why. Big Ben, he's on a diet. He's coming back. He's slim Ben. Uh, they added Najee Harris, which I think he's going to pop off. We'll talk about here in a second. Uh, oh, is that is that is that your AFC Offensive Rookie of the Year? It is. Yeah, that's mine too. Nice. Yeah. Nice. But, yes, yeah, so I think the Steelers, people are sleeping on him. They're going to they're gonna be the sneaky team that people don't think are going to be good because their defense member last year was phenomenal. Yeah. So, wow. So we have the same four division winners, but our wild card teams, I have Baltimore, Miami, and uh, the chargers in that order. Travis has Miami chargers Steelers. Yes. Interesting. The important thing is we both have to have the dolphins in the playoffs. I think, I think that's the most important thing. Yeah. I think that's a, that's, that, I want to okay, say lock, I, but I like that. I'm comfortable. I was, yeah. I would say like, I want to say lock, but I don't want to say it at the same time. Um, which moves us into I wanted us to pick an uh, off, an AFC Rookie of the Year and an AFC MVP. I know they don't hand out those awards. It's all like uh, total NFL. But if you had to pick an AFC Rookie of the Year, we both just said it. We have Najee Harris. I think that everyone's going to be like, oh, Trevor Lawrence. No. Najee Harris is going to eat in this That's offense. an easy pick. I mean, you got to go back. So I'm dating back to the Le'Veon Bell era. And when he came into the league, yep. what he was able to do there when he was healthy – uh, they really haven't had anyone like that since Le'Veon Bell, James Conner. Think of how good he was when he was healthy and he played every down. 
That's going to be now Najee Harris because their backups are guys that they really don't play that often, which is Benny Snow. Yeah. So, no, like, yeah, that was my thing too. Like, I was like, I think Najee is going to be more effective. Like I said, I literally put, I, we've seen this with other Steelers running backs in that system before, before money goes to their heads. Le'Veon Bell is, is, is a big one. Um, I mean, think about even like, I just think that's a system that breeds good running backs. We've seen it time and time again. So uh, like you said, I think Trevor Lawrence is the, is like the easy pick here. As a matter of fact, if you're looking just straight up rookie of the year odds, I think he's like plus 300. He's plus 300. Najee's plus 500. Najee, when I saw today was plus a thousand on some sites. Wow. Yeah, because I see a bunch of quarterbacks over here. I see Trey Lance, I see Justin Fields, I see Zach Wilson, Kyle Pitts is up there. Uh, Titans never going to win that award. Uh, so Najee's probably a good bet there. I think he has a better a better statistical year. And like Travis said, has the ability to be on a better team to be thrust into the national spotlight more. So both have Najee as AFC Rookie of the Year. AFC MVP. I know there's an obvious pick here. I did not go with the obvious pick. I did not. Yeah, I didn't either. Mine. Do you want to hear mine? Yeah. It's Justin Herbert. That was almost mine too. He was mine. Uh I no, no, I don't think he's actually ever I, I told the guy when I was when I was in Vegas, some guy saw my Dolphins hat. He was a Chargers fan. We talked it, we talked. I told him I said within the next five years, Herbert's gonna win an actual MVP. Yeah. I, I, think, I don't I don't think it's this year. Hey, I'm not saying it's this year, but I'm saying if you were to give an MVP to an AFC player, it very well could be him. He took this team to that next level without Phillip Rivers. If you insert any quarter, any young quarterback in the NFL, I think right now, any year one or year two quarterback coming in, I don't think any of them are going to do the job Justin Herbert did last year. And I think he's only going to improve to this year. Which hopefully we didn't give him the kiss of death. Last year we thought the Broncos are going to be that next team to compete with the Chiefs. I think they're not that team anymore. It's definitely the Chargers. Um, so it'll be interesting. I, I I do like that pick. Mine's Josh Allen. Uh, I know it's kind of a safe pick. As that was well. my like. He was. I have two right here, and Josh Allen's my next one. So okay. So my big thing with Josh Allen, I think he makes another big jump this year, especially having Emmanuel Sanders and Stephon Diggs in that offense much that pains me to say it as a, as a Dolphins fan, um, I see him eclipsing 5,000 passing yards this year. He came very close last year. He was like in the high, in like the mid to high fours. Um, I think he gets that 5,000 mark this year, which is a very, very coveted thing to do as, as a passer. Uh, I think he does it this year. So that's why I got Josh Allen as my MVP, AFC MVP for this year. All right. I like it. Moving on next. We just want to do a little bit of like super, super long shot. Obviously, I mean, if you want to go ahead and throw a future on it, go for it. We want to talk about a team that we think is the Super Bowl contending team or the team that we think is going to make the Super Bowl from the AFC. And we'll also give you the odds on them winning the AFC and the odds on them winning the Super Bowl. Ooh, I, I, I didn't get the Super Bowl odds. You didn't get um, Super Bowl odds? No, so I mean, obviously, my for me, my gut says Kansas City. Uh, they're plus two fifty to win the AFC. Not terrible odds. My heart, honestly, this is going to surprise you. My heart says Cleveland between that defense, the offensive weapons they have. Um, 
I think they could. I think if there's a team that's going to contend with Kansas City this year, it's going to be Cleveland, not not Buffalo like last year. Uh, so Cleveland is plus eight hundred to win the AFC. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. Uh, it's tough for me. I don't want to pick Kansas City just to be that guy because I want to have a little bit of you know discrepancy and differential picks. It's tough. It's in between Cleveland. And since you pick Cleveland, I'm going to go with my second one, which is the Tennessee Titans. They're plus 1,400. To win the AFC? Yeah. Wow. Definitely don't. I mean, that's a super, super big long shot. But I'm just going with teams that I think are strong enough. And it comes down to, I mean, when I look in each division, I see the Bills, the Titans, the Chiefs, and then if I wanted to pick one from the North, I'd pick the Browns. I don't think any of the other teams would be Super Bowl contenders. Yeah. So if you're looking at odds to win the AFC, um, to make, make it to the Super Bowl at AFC, you got the Kansas. I mean, still, you, you have to admit that the Chiefs at plus 250 is not bad money. To make to it win, to the Super Bowl? Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah. Bills are plus 500. Ravens are plus 650. Browns plus 800. Colts. This this has to have changed since then. But the Colts, the Colts and Titans are both both plus plus fourteen hundred earlier this week, and then you got Broncos, Chargers, Dolphins, Pats at plus sixteen hundred. An under the radar one that Travis likes is the Steelers at plus twenty two hundred. Hey man, their defense comes out like they did last year with just I think their offense. Like everyone, I don't know what people are thinking, but still have Juju. Still Chase Claypool, uh, and then they added Najee Harris. I think they're going to be a dangerous offense to look out for. Absolutely. So, uh, like I said, my gut says Kansas City, Super Bowl team out of the AFC at plus 250. Um, Hart says Cleveland, plus 800 uh, with that with that stack defense. So, Yep. Gut says Kansas City. My heart also says Cleveland, but a team I'd look out for, I'd say, in the top three of that realm would be the Titans. So if you want to take a risk to Titans, if you want to go deep, deep sleeper, take the Steelers. Uh, Absolutely. That's it. Yeah. A little bit different this year and how we're going to do our previews. Didn't want to bore you with a division by division. Thought we'd open it up a little bit. I honestly thought this was better because we talked, I, we talked, I feel we like did. we'll catch a bigger realm of people wanting to listen to it. Yeah. We're didn't, we, we're not going to talk about teams. We don't give a shit about, like I said, those middle tier teams that never got mentioned, you know, your um, your Broncos, your uh, Patriots. Who else do we not mention on this episode? Um, I got you real quick. The Broncos. The we really didn't talk about the. We kind of talked about Chargers, but not really the Patriots. Um, because the Patriots and their team, I think, is in that in that. We, t- we honestly touched on most teams. I, I will say this one thing about the Patriots: I almost had them as my wild card, as my wild card three team. I think if they make the switch to Mac Jones quick enough, I was going to say be, it's going to have to be within yeah. the first four weeks. I think. Yep. If they make that switch to Mac Jones quick enough, I think they're going to be semi dangerous. Yeah. If they wait till week six, uh, it's going to be too late. Uh-huh. I can curl that, but that is our AFC preview. Hope you guys liked it. Again, the rest of the schedule next week is NFC, and on that NFC preview, we'll end the episode talking about the Super Bowl because we'll have your have our AFC and our NFC picks. Again, super big long shot there. 
So that'll be um, on August the 11th when you hear that episode. August the 18th, we'll do our fantasy football preview episode, which would be great. August the 25th, technically we, we will have college fo- football games that weekend. So we'll do a big college football season preview as well as some gambling lines for that weekend. And then, yes. Uh, and then that September 1st, that's our first big full weekend of college football. That'll be a big, a big jam-packed college football episode. And then the week after that is the first season, uh, first week of NFL. I am kind of fucking tipsy. Um, but awesome. the schedule's lining up good. Real quick before we head it out, Travis, kind of have a semi-big UFC, not really big UFC card, but a big UFC fight this weekend. Derek Lewis versus Cyril Gaon for the interim um, heavyweight championship. Because for whatever reason, they're not letting Francis Ngannou take any time off. Who you got? I am taking Derek the Black Beast Lewis. Right now, he's plus 280. I mean, and I'm confident in that pick. So that's not just like a small unit pick. Uh, I mean, throw a few units on that bad boy. So I'm pay out like crazy. I agree. I like that too. I think we watched Cyril Gaon fight when he was when we were in Fort Lauderdale, Fort, Fort Lauderdale earlier this year. He's kind of stood there uh, and one he pointed to you to death. You're not going to point Derek Lewis to death. Derek Lewis, if no. he's losing, he's going to come at you guns a blazing in that in that fifth round. Yeah, and you're not going to take many hits from Derek Lewis. Like it only takes one. We've yep. seen that with Derek Lewis in the past. Uh, yeah. So if you're going to bet on the card this weekend. Derek Lewis might have some, we'll put some other ones out uh, just on our action network or on Twitter. So obviously keep your eye out there, keep your eyes peeled, but we're back. We are back for the rest of the year and we are pumped for football season. Absolutely. You guys take it easy. We're back next week with the NFC preview. Peace. Peace. Nice guy. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 